Hey, it's me, Goku, and you're listening to the Anime Dine-In Podcast. Now, just get back, because I'm about to tuck in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Anime Dine-In, the anime podcast where we primarily meet the fans of anime. Thanks for joining me today. So, that intro you just heard was from the talented Masako X, voice of Goku from Dragon Ball Z Abridged. I have my friends at Geeks in the City Podcast to thank for hooking me up for that awesome intro. And when you're done listening to this, definitely go check them out where they talk about all things gaming, anime, and comics. So check them out on Mixcloud. That is Geeks in the City. Geeks spelled G-E-E-K-Z. So for today's guest, I am talking to Hello Kimmy, a con goer and cosplayer. On this episode, we talk about how she initially got into anime, cosplay, as well as what cons she's looking forward to in the future. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to like, share, and review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. And I think it might also be on a couple other platforms. I'm not entirely sure, because there's sometimes platforms that will just pull up your show. It's just like, oh, that's a nice surprise that you're also on here too. But those reviews really help me out in knowing uh, what's good, what's working with the show, or where I might have some opportunities for improvement. So if you are so inclined, definitely go ahead and uh, let me know how I'm doing. I also have some social media that you can follow. So you can follow me on Twitter at DinePod. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at AnimeDineIn. And as usual, we're always looking for new guests to be on the show. So if you'd like to be featured, just hit up AnimeDineIn.com and check the contact page. Anime Dine-In is made possible by my friend and social media handler Lamar, as well as you, the fans of anime. Thanks. Hi, Kimmy. Welcome to Anime Dine-In. I'm glad uh, you're able to come on today. How are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I've been watching a bunch of different stuff, uh, and it's things that I actually haven't, that I didn't think I would actually enjoy or uh, get into, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, for example. So that's been a really weird journey for me watching that show, but <laughs> I'm enjoying it. So uh, how about yourself? Well, what what uh, shows are you currently watching? Currently, I've been watching Dr. Stone, which is like, a pretty newer a newer anime but it's been so good so far i didn't think i was gonna like it as much as i did because when you read the plot it's like this sounds kind of weird yeah it's especially for me like i've seen the uh, several episodes of it and with dr stone like i think the show is interesting um especially with like the science that that's involved with it and what they're trying to do but i guess the thing that gets me is is like the very random beginning thing right how it's like all of a sudden the whole world just turns into stone like all the people all the living creatures well, all the people mainly just turn into stone like that kind of threw me and off. the birds yeah the birds as well um, for some reason the birds all the other animals seem to be fine but birds yeah i mean i wonder if the no birds yeah, I wonder if the creator has, like, some kind of <laughs> vendetta against birds. Maybe they, like, crap all over his car or something. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to turn <laughs> them into stone. <laughs> um, Maybe. Yes. So with that show, like, what do you think, like, do you think they're ever going to talk about, like, what the quote-unquote thing is that, like, caused everything and put them in that situation? 
I feel like they almost have to, or they at least are going to give some sort of half answer at least. But with how much science is based in the show, they almost have to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I think that's a good point, uh, especially the main character. Well, one of the main characters, Senku, right? He has like, oh, scientific explanations for everything and likes to use science and they act. Uh, and I actually heard that like the stuff that they talk about is like real science, so that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's kind of that's what I like about it, as opposed to like most anime I watch are very like fantasy based, like supernatural, or like with my hero people having powers. It's not really that based in reality. Whereas this one, I mean, I'm not saying it's very realistic. Everyone's gonna one day just turn to stone for right. a few thousand years, but like it's more based in reality with having the science and everything in it and not just, Oh, magic. Well, there is also, and I don't read the manga, so I don't know if they've touched on this or anything, but there's also the possibility that like that, whatever the thing is, could be like something supernatural or magical that just like blows Senku's mind. And it's like, Oh, I can't explain this. And just like goes crazy. But I don't know. That's <laughs> a weird fan theory. I came up with like just a second ago. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, so aside from that, is there anything, any other shows you get you get into? Anything that you watch that uh, airs regularly or anything like that? Mm, the only thing I've really been keeping up with lately has been My Hero and the new season's coming out uh, next month already. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, I am someone who is like, and I probably say this on every episode, is I am probably the biggest pro probably not uh my hero academia fan um i uh <laughs> i actually read the manga like and just totally keep up with it so i'm super excited for this next season um is there anything particular for this next season that you're looking forward to or anything that you want to see from different characters or anything like that oh man well just the fact that we're going to be getting i know I, had, I don't keep up with the manga like a ton but i kind of watch like this one youtube channel that kind of goes over it every now and then yeah. so the fact that we're kind of getting more into like seeing the villains and like knowing more about the villains is gonna be really exciting yeah yeah that's that's gonna be awesome uh i'm wondering like how they're gonna how, like with all the stuff that they just introduced in that i'm really wondering like how they're gonna like take care of that situation it's gonna be it's gonna be sick definitely <clears throat> uh so with uh with still going along with anime and different shows that you watch um let's talk about some of the series some of your favorite series so uh i know one of the things that i have here is um disastrous life of psyche k yes that show is one of my current favorites just okay. because of how ridiculous it is the whole show was basically just psyche a kid was born he's a psychic and the whole show he's basically just he, his his powers are godlike almost he can just change and do whatever he wants but he he controls it so he can live a normal life and he just wants to be like under the radar never draw enough attention to himself even though he's basically a god yeah i think like for me uh, that's one of like and i think like they used that in a pretty in a, in a good way right because um he he has these like godlike powers right but then 
they find a way to make it funny because he doesn't want to do anything with them. He just wants to be left alone and like live a peaceful life. And of course, like and his friends comedy, just keep getting him in stupid situations where he has to use his powers to get out of them. Yeah, yeah, or get yeah, them. Like one time, his friends just got them lost in the city, and they ended up at like a mob den or something. And he's just like, "Oh God, I have to transport us out of here, don't I?" <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really wild. Um, so with that type of show, is it so? What kind of draws you to like something like that? So how does that show like that become a favorite? Is it the comedy aspect or the supernatural superpower type of thing, um, or anything like that? It's pretty much just the comedy aspect for me because every other show I watch, it's always it's like you know it's funny, but then you have like the really serious stuff going on. But Psyche K is just like. Basically, it's just satire. They're making fun of so many anime tropes, and it's all just comedy and just ridiculous situations. They go through, like, every anime trope episode, but they do, like, three of them per episode. They just do it really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually wondering, like, what you thought about that format, right? Because it's not like... When they do the when they do the episodes, it, like it, it's kind of segmented out, right, between different like smaller stories. Um, I think that's like an interesting way to do that. I think also there's another uh, older anime. I think School Rumble might also do something similar to that. Um, so, do you like that format, or is or does it not really matter? Or anything? I feel like it depends on the show. Like it, mm -hmm. it has to be a certain type of show to be able to pull off that format because certain shows just wouldn't be able to do that the ones that are like more serious and have the big overarching storylines yeah yeah okay uh so let me ask you this with psyche k if you were to have his uh his powers what would you do with them would you be like psyche or would you be like world domination type or i would Probably be a little more like Psyche, but I might use powers to my advantage just a little bit more often than he does. Nothing crazy, but like if the store, if I went to a store and it was like, say, sold out of something I really wanted, I would just like make it appear, like transport it from another store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's a pretty, a pretty mild use of the abilities, and that's good. I mean, especially with like something that godlike. I think if it were me, I probably wouldn't use use it at all um <laughs> uh yeah so going along with different types of comedies uh and the other and other anime that you like um let's talk a little bit about devil as a part-timer because i think that one is also really interesting uh and the way they mix like and you talked a little bit about it like they have like it's a comedy, but then there is kind of like a little bit of serious uh, of, of a nature going on like throughout the story. Um, yeah. So what was it about that show that caught your eye or what are the things that that you particular that particularly interest you about that? Well, just the main hook of the devil, like literally Satan working at a um, knockoff McDonald's. Yeah. What is that <laughs> just thing called? A, like uh, McDonald's. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that in the whole show, there's the not technically product placement. They have Baki, Daikon, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, it's... They just change one letter and it's all good. Yeah, I mean, if there's one way to avoid, you know, getting in trouble for stealing a copyright or something, you just knock, you need to knock off. So, I was... So, this is something that I thought about earlier, particularly about this show, is... So you have this guy, 
uh, uh, well, not this guy. He's the devil, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And he's put into this situation, and he just lives, like, a regular, like, life. And as the series goes on, you know, it, there's other people from that world that, that come into, I guess, what would be considered our world and kind of do the same thing, just live regular. Yeah. I don't know if that would be... If that would happen like in real life right like do you think that if like godly beings were to come into our reality or into our world they would like just live like us and like have like the same type of issues or like would, would there be a little more like carnage going on i feel like it depends on the situation because i could totally see some gods like getting into an argument up there and being like <laughs> okay weird situation but they were like Maybe we should just reset and start new humans because they're, they're, I don't know what they're doing down there. And then another one was like, no, you just have to go and live like them for a little bit to see and just empathize with them. And then they're just like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's a weird, weird thing. Like there's actually kind of a similar thing. Uh, so this is completely not anime related. And I think what made me what probably made me think of that was there's this show called the good place um and it is about uh it's a kristen bell show and she uh dies and the, the premise they're is like in purgatory right uh not quite uh, um so they are actually in so they use like the terms like so they don't use like the terms heaven or hell they use like good place and bad place and those are kind of like the parallels but in one of the recent episodes um one of like the beings spent time on earth and was just like oh man this is like because they were there whatever the situation was and she was like oh this is horrible like <laughs> humans like live so so awful and bad and it, i guess that kind of made me think of that and also a little bit of supernatural as well uh just a, a little bit of that uh, Castiel type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I remember you mentioned to me that your all-time favorite anime was Yu Yu Hakusho. Is that right? Do I have that correct? Yep. Yep. Awesome. So when did you get into that? So what were, when did you start watching that? So that one, I remember seeing it a little bit when I was a kid, and then in middle school, I refound it and I watched, like, binged the entire series on YouTube. But because this was back in when before Crunchyroll or any of those sites were really around, it was like each episode was broken up into four parts on YouTube. And I found this one channel that had the whole series, and it's like 112 episodes all broken up into four segments each. Oh, that has to be a fun fun watching experience I, it's it made it memorable yeah yeah uh so what so what about that show right that that you like was it is it the supernatural uh, aspect of that or definitely the supernatural aspect and the fact that yusuke yurameshi is just this punk who just fights everyone and the whole show just basically throws him into situations where it's like you have to be a good person and save people. And he's just like, I want to fight everyone. <laughs> we got a similar like mindset to Bakugo where it's like, he's kind of a jerk, but at the same time, it's like, he, he knows what the greater good is. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Like 
he's like a like a school like i mean i don't know how old he is when the series starts what is he high school or middle school or something he was like 13 or 14 he was like middle school 13 14 yeah yeah um but even though he's like he's supposed to be like the strongest like kid in the neighborhood or whatever or, or like all the gangs are scared of him but like he still has that moral compass kind of which yeah um, which is really cool um so is yusuke your favorite character Mm, I'd have to say my favorite character is Kie or Kurama, as basic as that is. But those two are just awesome. Yeah, I was I was hoping I was holding out. Uh, my favorite character is Kurabara, so I was hoping it was like, please say Kurabara, please say Kurabara. <laughs> I will say though, Kurabara. Okay, controversially, I uh, dubs over subs for me because I it's just easier for me, and I like to multitask while I watch anime. Yeah, for sure. So dubs over subs. Anyone who listens to this, sorry <laughs> oh, if you have a problem know. with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get all kinds um, of like. Kuwabara's voice actor, though. Oh man, yeah. best voice actor, best English <gasps> dub voice actor ever. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. Is that Chris Salmon or is that somebody else? Uh, Kuwabara voice actor. Sorry if you can hear me typing. You're good. I just looked up Yusuke's age, and he is 14. I was. That's. I just had to check. That was gonna bother me. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, like, I'll get to like I won't know something, and it was. It would like. I would just obsess over it. It's like I have <laughs> to know. I knew it was middle school. I just couldn't remember if that was 14 or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. So this. Who is Kurobara's English voice actor? Oh, yeah, it is Chris Sabat. Sabat, Sabat, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I love him so much. He is, um, I don't know, he just has a lot of great scenes. Uh, so what is, like, your favorite, like, story arc or favorite, like, fight or scene in that show? Oh, Dark Tournament, of course. But my favorite, like, fight scene specifically is in the dark tournament and i can't remember who he was facing up against but karama he was going up against someone and he just brutally killed this guy and i think it was the first time we ever really saw karama just like just go in like that he paralyzed he planted a seed on the person and it just made these like spike rose vines just grow throughout the person's body and they just came out of him and killed him and i was like whoa yeah. All right, Karama. Yeah, Karama, he's... I mean, well, the whole crew, I think. I mean, maybe except Kurabara, because he's... Um, I'll, I mean, I love him, but he's kind of a pushover sometimes. But uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he, he gets work done, though. But uh, with Karama, like, he is just a straight savage. Like, the scene that I think of with him, it's later on in the series where I think he still has to fight uh, the other Tagoro brother and like he like traps him in like this illusion or something and like torches him like that is oh insane. yeah that, that is, was is when karama wants to just when he wants to he will be... damn yeah right i mean i don't know if there's really any like words that that can describe like how hardcore he is um. Yeah, it's crazy because you think of like Hiei and it's like, oh, he's the demon, he's the hardcore one. But then you look at Karama and it's just like, it's more, I'm more scared of him than I am of Hiei. Oh, for sure. I mean, and even in, I think in the, 
some of the earlier episodes, Hie was like, uh, I don't want to be in a fight with Karaba. <laughs> He's yeah. kind of a badass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite a favorite villain? Oh man, favorite villain? I don't they're all like really good in their own ways. The ones that obviously stick out in my head are the two girl brothers just because they have probably the biggest role as the villains. Yeah. And they're in my favorite art. But I wouldn't say they were my favorites, because the one guy, it's like, oh, you're just, you're the Hulk, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just the Hulk, and you're just messing with people, where he's just like, I was only at 10%. Like, he's so cocky. Yeah, also, like, you have this, like, grown man who, like, wants to fight a 14-year-old kid, like. Right, it's like, <laughs> yo, why do you want to fight this child so bad? Uh, he, At least, like, the older brother's just... He's just crazy. The older brother's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. He... Yeah, I, I don't know if there was any, like, any help for him or anything, but, uh... Um, the younger... What, did he have a name, like... Did they ever say, like, what his first name was, or was it just Tagoro? Because they were both... Um, that was, like, their last I know name. they had names, but they always just referred to them as the younger or the elder Tagoro brothers. Eh, okay. Well... <laughs> like, I, I remember they had names. They just... It's always younger brother, older brother. Yeah, I don't remember them either, but I mean, I guess that's what people are going to refer to him as, so I don't know. It probably doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about with you is um, how you got started with anime and manga initially. So, what was that journey like? Well, my intro to it was definitely when I was, like, probably... A baby or a little older but my sister she loved the movie kiki's delivery service when we were kids we actually still have the vhs tape and everything and that was probably the first thing i ever watched and that was with my sister and i just loved it and then of course Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon i didn't really get into dragon ball z or naruto when i was younger and i'm a little sad about that because they're just so long now that i'm just like oh do i really want to start this now um, there there's still time to watch it um i actually didn't watch uh naruto until maybe only like so like i started watching it when like the last season was airing um oh wow i mean granted <clears throat> i skipped all of like the fillers and read the manga see, see, see the you're just incident. cheating <laughs> cheating you, you skipped some yeah <laughs> i'm gonna skip wait so so wait so you don't you don't like skipping any filler arcs or any or any episode you just are someone that like has to that watches like everything straight i through? watch the whole thing straight through i don't skip episodes wow are you a one piece fan i that's one of the other anime that i'm like intimidated to start because i'm like isn't that like 600 episodes in now or something crazy i have no idea i I'm not a One Piece fan at all. I just <laughs> I just know it has like infinity episodes and like a bunch of filler eggs, but it has um, 894 episodes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't I was know. way off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think at this point, like if you want to get into it, you just gotta wait until it finishes, right? <laughs> yeah, you're just like you're like, oh cool, I finally caught up. And it's like, oh, there's like a hundred more episodes now. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 no hope. I mean, especially with the manga too. Like that, I think oh, yeah. is like over a thousand chapters or something. Um, so, uh, are you?
uh, are you a Bleach fan, or did you watch that at all? Because that also had some I watched it. I watched some of it, but I didn't really get into it too much. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. I, I'm just trying to think of, like, all of the stuff now that has fillers, because I sure as hell skip those. <laughs> um, okay, so you started with Kiki's Delivery Service and then went on with uh, some other shows. You mentioned Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Uh, was yep. there anything in particular that got you hooked on it and said, like, okay, anime is, like, the thing that I'm going to be into versus, like, just, I guess, a casual watcher? I mean, the Miyazaki movies I pretty much loved throughout my whole life, and I think the thing that just free got me into, like, watching anime series and everything would just be, you know, reruns of Pokemon movies. Those would get me rehooked. And then in middle school, when I... Re was it middle school? It was, like, probably sixth grade when I refound Yu Hakusho. And then, then as, as any... 12, 13 year old girl at the time will understand. Uh, Black Butler came out. Ah, Sebastian. <laughs> That's probably the one. That's probably the one where it was like, oh yeah, this is it. Okay, okay. So, Black, uh, Black Butler. Um, they. Did they finish that ever? I'm trying to remember. I don't necessarily I think know. think so. I. I watched the first season and then part of the second season, and I, I don't know what it was. I couldn't get into the second season as much. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, uh, I think the, yeah, the second season was kind of weird. Um, but I don't think the, I don't know if the second season was necessarily, I guess, quote unquote, canon. So that might have been why. Um, Maybe. But I, I did, I did enjoy that when I when I watched it. Um, so. <laughs> Was, was there anything about that show that, that you liked uh, specifically? Um, the Victorian aspect. I love Victorian era stuff. It's so cool to me. So when I saw that in anime, I was just like, yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, with the Victorian era stuff, um, since you're into that, uh, how, did, how did that start? I don't even know. I think it just was movies I watched, like non-anime related movies that I'd seen and just the fashion of it and just the weird dark twisted aspects of everything back then yeah yeah for sure what's your uh favorite non-anime movie oh gosh that's a tough one i have so many but one of my all-time favorites that i think is an underrated classic is the girl next door from 2004 okay i don't think i've seen that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it, and it makes me sad because it's really good. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, so you started watching, or so you started watching anime. Um. You know, Kiki's Delivery Service, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Um. And you said you mentioned that uh your sister kind of got you watching that first uh thing with Kiki's Delivery Service, right? Yep. Yeah, so do you guys watch anime together now or is that something that you guys that you guys do together and frequently keep up with and experience or It depends on the anime cuz she and I have different tastes. So I like a lot of the fantasy stuff, the fighting stuff, and she hers she likes um what was it? It was like this one mob anime. Anything that's like shoot 'em up, has guns and it's just really actiony like that. That's her style. Okay. And she recently started watching the new 
fruits basket, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, she loves that, and we actually have uh, the Funimation. <laughs> we have a Funimation account that we share, mm. and I'll go on there, and I'll just see, like, a ton of new anime, and I'm just like, oh, okay. And then some anime we watch together, like Devil's a Part-Timer, Psyche K, any Miyazaki films. Like, we'll watch those. I tried getting her into My Hero, but she wasn't really feeling it because she does not like Deku. Oh, man, that makes me sad. Anybody who says they don't like Deku that makes me want to makes me want to cry a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, not my favorite character, but I don't, like, hate him. He's just, like, not my favorite. Uh, who is your favorite? Uh, probably Todoroki. Okay. Uh, any particular reason? Mm, I think it's because with Deku, he's very, like... He's very, very, like, his mindset is very hero-based. I mean that in, like, everything he does is inherently good and has to be inherently good. Whereas yeah. Todoroki, he has, like, that's not where his mindset is. Like, I'm not saying he isn't doing everything that's good or, like, possibly good, but he's willing to, like, overlook a few things if the outcome will lead to something better. Like, okay, when in, which... I think it was season two or season when they when they met up against Hero Killer Stain mm-hmm. with um, Ida. Right. When they met up, basically Todoroki went over to help out Ida, even though he knew it was dangerous and it was definitely breaking the rules, and his dad would probably kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he just texted Midoriya like, "Yo, we need your help." Yeah. Okay. And Midoriya went off because he was like, well, I, I need to do something. I need to help something, not just stay on this train. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, do you think that uh do you think that if he was going uh if he was using his full uh quirk, his full abilities during the school festival arc, he would have beat Bakugo? Uh Todoroki? Yeah. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can see that. Um, I think It's mainly because I feel like he just has more control over his powers. Mm-hmm. That he could definitely beat him if he had just let go a little bit and used both powers. Instead of just going like, mm, nope, just gonna use ice forever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, it would have been interesting to me to see if he was going at full strength, um, how Bakugo would have worked around that. Um, I think, like, I mean, yeah, Bakugo is, like, kind of, like, the hothead character and, like, is super arrogant, but he's actually really oh, yeah. smart and knows what he's doing. Um, so it would have been interesting to see if he had already, like, figured out how to beat uh Todoroki's um fire and yeah. abilities. He was more fueled off of his rage than like strategy. Right. And while Todoroki was using strategy, he still like he focuses energy on holding himself back as well, whereas Bakugo he puts no energy into holding himself back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so growing up when you were first starting to get into anime and learning all the shows and experience so what at that point what was your favorite uh your series 
growing up, like before Yu Yu Hakusho and everything. Yeah, yeah. When you were just like learning hmm. what this was and like first checking it out and stuff. Probably Sailor Moon or Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Def was... No, definitely one of those two. I'm not sure which though, because both were really good and they're just very different. Okay. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Favorite Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I love so many of them, but um, okay. Favorite type then, if that'd make it easier. Favorite type? Yeah. Fire type, fire and poison type. Okay, so your favorite Pokemon is like Charmander, Cyndaquil. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charmander is my one of my favorite starters, so I like to push. Bulbasaur is one of my favorite starters. Bulbasaur? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like overall, or just with. Uh, just with like the first few gens yeah okay are you still a, a pokemon fan today um i tr i want to be but i'm just like well with poke okay pokemon go still really popular right. my problem is is that i just don't have time for it yeah. and i see people coming into my work all the time who are playing pokemon go and they just stop in to grab a donut and i'm just like Oh, okay. And I think, <laughs> I swear, I think my shop is a uh, Pokestop. Oh, cool. Okay. I think I heard someone say that one day and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, For me, it's more so uh, the game. So I, I played Pokemon Go when it first came out. I was really into it, but uh, I stopped playing it um, just because at the point, like the game I thought had too many issues. Um, but oh, yeah. those have all worked out now, I think, but it's too late now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new one that's supposed to be coming out. Um, that should be, that should be okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't really happy with some of the decisions Nintendo has made, but eh. Yeah, I've been kind of seeing stuff about it here and there, like on Twitter, but I haven't like right. gotten too much into it. Because with Pokemon games, I... I grew up playing some of them on like my Game Boy and stuff, and then mm -hmm. I didn't really have a lot of gaming systems growing up because both my parents kind of thought video games were stupid. So I only had like the Game Boy, and then years later I got in Nintendo DS Lite, and then I only had that until about two or three years ago when I got a Nintendo 3DX. I can't remember which one it is now. Uh, is it one of, like, the, the later ones or the newer ones or something? Yeah, it's one of the newer ones. I just can't remember which specific one it was because I got it a few years ago. Like, yeah, okay. Two or three years ago. Okay. Did you, uh, what, what games did you play on that? Um, that one, uh, first ones I got were Animal Crossing and Mario Kart because Mario Kart's one of my all-time favorite games just because it's just a chill game. You can just play whenever when you're bored. Who's your favorite racer? I always play as Yoshi. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> he's I, hey, I don't know nice. why. Like I, I don't know what it is about Yoshi, but um he's always my go-to pick and always has been. Same, like when I first started out, like on the Nintendo DS Lite, I started with Peach because all the my favorite Mario game growing up was uh uh, one of the Super Mario Brothers games for the Game Boy Advance, and you could play as Peach on that one, and I I always played as her because she had the best jump. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um. So, with 
anime as a whole, um, you know, there's this whole fandom around it. Yeah, there's cons, uh, all you know, big following for voice actors and all that other things. Um, being a part of the fandom, is there anything, uh, and as a whole, not with any uh, particular series, but is there anything about the fandom that um, that's like that you particularly love or that you like a lot or and things that you think that are um, that are positive and keep you coming back? I mean, just like the ability to just go to any convention and you just find people who are into the same anime as you. And it, whether because you're wearing a cosplay that they know or you're wearing the same cosplay or you just start talking about one anime and you just go, oh my gosh, wait, you know this anime too? And then you just meet so many new people from it and you can just talk, geek out with just anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's really cool too. Um like the cool thing at cons is just um, just seeing people look at all these nerds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's like you know you come to this thing and it's like oh you know all these people are just like me. Well, maybe not exactly, but um, yeah, you know it's like you're with people that kind of like get it and understand. Um, and I think that's yep. a really really cool thing. Is there anything about the fandom that? that you would change so is there anything that is kind of like eh, i don't really like this thing too much or uh i would say it's the people who get like way too into it and they start doing like the role-playing thing but they just start kind of going up to any person and role-playing with them like i don't know if you've seen that but like if somebody's dressed up as a character they start acting like you are the character uh, and yeah I don't know. I just, that's a little, um, I just like a lot of people don't do like the role playing aspect of cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so with going to cosplay or going to cosplay, oh my God. Um, <laughs> going to conventions and being a cosplayer and all that. Um, what was your first, uh, convention and, 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 and along with that, what was your first, uh, cosplay? Uh, my first convention was Yomacon 10 years ago. Actually, this year is going to be year 11 for me. Okay. Oh, no, wait, wait. This year's year 10 for me. Sorry, my math was off with that for some reason. This year's year 10. I got confused because I was like, wait, last Yomacon, I was starting my 10th year. It was technically, okay. yeah. I got mixed up there for a second. No, no, that's fine. Um Okay. Uh, what, I've was, been I've... doing it for 10 years, and mm -hmm. my first cosplay was Yuki Cross from Vampire Night. Okay. Um. Cool, yeah. Uh, I've actually never seen Vampire Night, uh, but I have some friends who like it, and uh, it seems like something I should watch eventually. I haven't touched it since middle school. I just remember cosplaying from it, and... This was way before there were any like wig sites and cosplay sites. So I, mm -hmm. I just did straight up closet, closet cosplay. I picked her specifically because my hair at the time was exactly the same as hers. And it was like, okay, I don't have like the thing to do like the big jacket, but I can do the white shirt with the red bow, the little skirt, thigh highs and the shoes. And I was just like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's really cool. So what made you uh, start getting into cosplay in the All first right. place or made you want to cosplay? Um, I just overheard some people talking about like the convention while I was at school 
And then I was like, oh, that sounds really fun. I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's this weekend. And I like asked my mom if I was like, hey, do you think I could go? And then I talked to another one of my friends who's also into anime. And I was like, hey, there's this like thing called cosplay. And like, I knew my friend knew what it was. It's like, what do you think I should do for it? I don't, I was just so nervous and like freaking out because I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> okay. Oh, so what, so when you first went there and, um, and you know, so you went and cosplay and going to that first convention. What did you have any expectations or any like previous like thoughts of what the experience would be like? And did that change once you actually experienced what a convention was? I had absolutely no idea what I was getting into. I just found out they existed the week before, and I was like, okay, so it's a bunch of people who like anime at one place, and there's a thing called cosplay. I was nervous about cosplaying, especially because I'm like, oh god, what if there's like not a lot of other people cosplaying? I don't know what to expect. And then I get there, and I just see my mom drives me up, and I just see all these like other people in costumes, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of like my first experience as well um like when for me like once the my first uh convention was uh colossal con in ohio and once um we parked and i've only been going to conventions for like maybe five years um like once once we parked and, like got out of the car like there was nothing but like a sea of nerds and like you see all kinds of wigs <laughs> and cosplay and stuff it was like the most incredible thing uh i've ever seen um it was really cool um yeah so at cons um is there some anything that that you like any particular activity that you enjoy about that is it just the cosplaying and the interaction with people or the dealer rooms the artist alleys um anything like that that keeps you coming back or is it would you say it's the whole experience as a whole or it's the experience as a whole because like thro throughout like the years i've kind of had like different aspects where i was like really into those things at one time so when i first started out it was just like taking in everything and being like what is this the second thing i got into was the raves and yomakan has like a really really good rave it's probably one in my opinion one of the best con raves i've ever been to and then the dealer's hall of course is always super fun panels are always fun and then as over time i just kind of realized it depends on the convention some conventions have amazing panels some have amazing raves some have amazing dealer rooms and others just are basically made for just hey come cosplay and interact with people like OhioCon. i have been to a few times and i consider that one of the cons where i would go to it to meet new people and not so much for like any specific events okay uh yeah okay that, that's cool um so in the dealer halls is there any particular tables that you look for or any particular type of uh i guess merch that that you try and find or seek out i always look for plushies and stickers because i love them artist alley is where i go for all my stickers though because some of these people make amazing stickers yeah yeah it's it's really incredible like some of the um stuff that people come up with uh, everyone is so talented it's crazy yeah you know like i wish i was like <laughs> I, I was as good as them <laughs> with like art because man it's it, it's so awesome um right do you have any favorite uh 
any favorite prints or or uh, stickers from any artist that you've come across? Um. Well, some of my favorite stickers are actually one of my friend's booths, and this is slightly biased, but I just really love his designs. He has these cute chibi designs. This is, uh, he His booth is called Think New. Okay. And I just love the stickers from his booth. They're so cute. I picked some up when I was at Otaku booth on in Montreal. All right. I wish I could. I wish I had. I wish I got more prints from conventions. Though I only have a couple because there's so many just beautiful prints that I just look at and I'm like, I want to buy so many of them. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like I'll go and see. It's like, oh, I want that one, and I want that one, or that's a really cool like mashup, or that's a really interesting concept. And, yeah it's like uh, one i don't have enough wall space and (laughs) also i'll just go broke buying out artist alley so exactly (laughs) so do you have a favorite convention out of all the ones you've been to would that be yomacon or any other ones i have top three and that would be yomacon magfest and yetikon okay um, so let's talk about MAGFest and YetiCon because I have not heard of either of those conventions before. So MAGFest is a MAGFest is a gaming convention that takes place at the same place as KatsuCon over in New Harbor in Maryland. Okay. That one's definitely more directed at video games and music. It's not like the biggest con for cosplaying. I mean, there have been more cosplayers coming there over the years due to KatsuCon becoming overcrowded. But it's if you're into video games, it's probably one of the best conventions because they have a lot of newer indie game developers there showing their games. They have this massive game room with just about anything you can imagine. And they do have like concerts and stuff. It is also music based so you can go and see some people. I want to say, I think one year, I can't remember if that's correct. They were there or they almost went, but uh. Uh, Ninja Sex Party. I don't know if you watch Game Grumps. You know who those are? Um, I don't, but I know who they are. Okay, yeah. they. I can't remember if they were there or they were maybe going to be there one year, but I remember it was a big deal. Ah, okay. Nice. Um, what, what kind of games uh, do you gravitate towards at those types of events? For it, those type of events, I always gravitate toward fighting games. One of my all-time favorite video games is King of Fighters. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, so what was the other con you mentioned? Was it YetiCon. YetiCon, okay. That one takes place up in the Blue Mountain Resort up in Canada, which okay. <laughs> it's it's a smaller con. It's only been going for four years, but it's been getting really popular. It's very chill. They have amazing guests coming through. This past year, they had Ken Popsu Cosplay, who is from uh, Russia, oh, and wow. she's just... She's really well known for her armor and just her big build. She is so talented. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, do you follow any other type of uh, big cosplayers or or any like famous uh, cosplaying pages or anything like that? Um, I follow so many cosplayers now. I don't actually remember who all is like famous and who i just like follow okay well who's your favorites oh gosh oh that's so hard to choose from oh no that's fine yeah i mean there's (laughs) so many people and everyone is like so talented yeah for sure yeah 
I'm not gonna make you call anybody out if that's okay. <laughs> it's even awkward because I'm friends with so many cosplayers that I'm just like, I feel I feel bad if I like leave some of them out. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I like one of the things that you know I'll do. I mean, on Instagram, you know, I, of course, you know, you'll follow different subjects or whatever. So I'm always coming across like really amazing cosplay. Um, and there's just so many, like you said, there's so many talented people out there. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, I, I know one that I can shout out because it's not going to hurt anyone feelings. Tito the ducky. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I can, cause no one's going to be offended if I don't mention, if I mention only the duck and not anyone else, because Tito's <laughs> so cute. He's just the cutest little ducky and his cosplays are all so adorable. Yeah. Like it is just the most coolest and cutest thing like i'm so glad uh i was able to 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 talk to them that was um yeah it's really cool and like i don't know if you follow um tito on youtube but um definitely recommend <laughs> definitely recommend it is it's it's so adorable um and mad respect out to them for for just doing everything they want to do with that because that is just amazing <laughs> it is the best and i just love seeing all like the stories people will post with tito and it's even cuter i think it's because tito's just a duck and i'm like i'm pretty sure he has no idea what's actually going on <laughs> right right it's just like oh he's just like there's a lot of people i'm in a costume what's happening <laughs> right right Oh, it's super cute. Oh. Little duck living his best life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes me like makes me want uh want want a pet. Um, not to dress up in <laughs> cosplay, but just in general. Um, I used to grow up with dogs, so it's like that's would probably be like my go-to for <laughs> for a pet. I can't guarantee if I I can guarantee if I did have a pet, I would 100% at least get give them one cosplay. Yeah. Okay. So what? Okay, so if you had a pet, what type of animal would it be, and what would you have them cosplay as? I would 100% have a Shiba. I absolutely love Shibas. I have uh -huh. a Shiba tattoo on my arm, actually. Okay. And, oh, I would just... I don't even know where I would start. I'd probably start with just, like, Pokemon. Like, I would be a Pokemon trainer, and then I just have... I would just have it be just variety of Pokemon. Or... Oh, Princess Mononoke. That's oh. also another one I would... That's one I would yeah. definitely do, too. So you would have, like, dresses like the wolves or, like, San? Or... The wolves. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, so the next con you're going to, you said, was Yomacon? That's, that's the... Next yep, that one is the beginning of November. That's the next con I have planned since September and October. Kind of dead months for cons. Yeah. Not a whole lot going on. I know Colossicon East is coming up, but it's yeah. just so far and I'd have to drive like nine hours in the middle of Pennsylvania. And I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I keep telling myself I'm going to go to that one. Um, the... the uh, the colossal the colossal con that they have earlier in the year um oh in, in cal uh, uh in sandusky yeah um is just is it's getting overcrowded yeah it's getting way too big uh have you ever been been to that one yeah i've been to it a few times i usually only go for like a day the past couple years just because it's 
it's just so crowded and so expensive and I only live about an hour away. Yeah. So I'm just like, eh, I'll just, I'll go for the day and then drive home and just see friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, it's getting, uh, it's getting a little too big, I think. Um, yeah. The, the fact space. that the parking lot has basically extended a mile out from the con into the fields is uh, probably a good tell that they need to, they need to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that being said, I keep telling myself at some point I'm going to make it to Colossal Con East to possibly see if that's, you know, more, uh, maybe a more chill experience. I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so aside from Yomacon, what other cons are you looking forward to coming up? Uh, I have Hol Holiday Matsuri coming up in December that I'm really excited for. I wanted to go last year, but plans fell through sadly and i've just heard so many good things i see all the videos and pictures and it just looks so much fun and it's it's a christmas con like you get to do so many opportunities with your cosplays for that yeah yeah huh, plus i'm going uh i'm staying thursday to monday so that i have a couple of days to hit up universal studios and go mm -hmm. to disney world so i can check out the new star wars area they have oh my gosh that's gonna be so cool I've been so excited. I, I remember when they like announced it and then yeah. I saw like the pictures from before it opened and I was like, this mm -hmm. looks so dope. And then it just got better as they announced more stuff. And the I'm a hundred percent going to get one of the, uh, the Coke bottles that they have uh -huh. that look like the detonators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's going to be so awesome. Uh, and, uh, so, so when is that? Like that's later in the year, right? In the winter, right? It's December. I want to say like December 15th, like around that time. It's like the second weekend. Okay. Oh, it's the 13th through 16th, maybe? Yeah, that would make more sense because then it'd be the weekend before Christmas otherwise. Uh, okay. So hopefully, you know, some of the hype has died down just a little bit and like that would be like, so it won't be like too, too crowded. Um, yeah, hopefully. And I think kids are still in school at that time. So I'm yeah. hoping I don't get all the kids who are on vacation to Disney for the holidays. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thing too. Um, so my wife and I are going to be honeymooning in California and um, we are going to go to, and I'm going to be going to Disney for the first time. So I'm like, and this is uh, um, coming up in the fall here. So I'm pretty excited to to go to um, the Star Wars park and experience that whole thing. So, um, that's gonna, gonna be a good honeymoon. Yeah, it's gonna like, be that's awesome. a good way to spend your honeymoon. Go to Disney World. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be great. I'm super excited. So so hopefully you know we'll both have positive experiences and uh, and it'll be a good time. Hopefully, I think the weather might be better in California because it's not as humid at least, whereas Florida's. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been to Florida a couple times, and it is, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it gets pretty humid. Um, yeah, I went to Universal a few years back to go to Harry Potter World, and it mm -hmm. was just so humid. I was there in like April or March, I can't remember. Okay, and it was just so humid there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. It's bad, but you know Harry Potter uh, Park is is super fun though. I went only one time a couple of years ago, but um, I had a lot of fun. And the butter beer is amazing. Oh, it's so good. Did you prefer the frozen or the non frozen? Um. Okay. So 
I okay, so first let me just get it out of the way is like I like butter I, I like their butterbeer, it's amazing, like in general. But I think I actually prefer it warm. Really? So you can yeah, so you can get it you can get it warm like uh like a cider or like a hot cocoa or something, and that is really good. Hmm, I didn't know that. I'll have to try that if I go. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it's 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 super cool. Um, so how about you? Are you a frozen or? I like just the not frozen one. I'm not a big fan of frozen drinks. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um. So yeah, this has been great. Um, <laughs> I uh, really had a lot of fun in this one. Um, I think we are at the end of the list here. Uh, so before I let you go, um, I'll just give you the floor, you know, is there anything that you want to shout out, any socials, any cons or anything like that? Um, yeah, if anyone wants to follow me on social media, all my social media is Hello Kimmy Cosplay, Hello Kimmy Cos on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll be at Yomacon, Holiday Matsuri, and, uh... If you want to ask if I'm going any to any other conventions, hit me up. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, well, Kimmy, like I said, this has been awesome, and I really enjoyed talking with you today. And I'm glad that you had you. Uh, despite our technical difficulties earlier, uh, <laughs> I'm glad we were able to connect and get this done. Hey, it was really fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it. So uh, thanks for joining me again. No problem. <laughs>